Welcome to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast, where I interview some of the best coaches in the business to find their secrets and share them with the world. I'm Scott Ritzheimer, founder and CEO of Scale Architects, and we help founders and leaders find the right coach at the right time so they can achieve the predictable success they deserve. And a huge part of that is helping great coaches do great work that creates enormous demand for their services with way less effort. If you're a high demand coach, I'd absolutely love to share your story and expertise as well. So stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello and welcome to our, our latest episode of the Secrets of the High Demand Coach podcast. I'm here with a very dear friend of recent years, Mr. Joseph Warren. He's episode seven, that's 007. I hope we don't run into any copyright infringements here, but he's the man, the myth, and the legend. Uh, so glad that Joseph said yes to being on this uh, show. Uh, he's had just a huge impact on my life. And I know, I know, I know that if you're listening today, you're going to get something really profound found out of this conversation. So without further ado, Joseph, thank you for being here. And I'd love for you to just open it up and share with us your story of how you got into coaching and why. Scott, thanks for having me on the show today. Happy to contribute to your audience. You and I got to work together in an official coaching relationship. Uh, a couple of years ago, I would have not thought I would be doing the work that I'm doing now. So this was not an intention of mine to, hey, I'm going to be a high level coach for high achieving badass businessmen that are men of faith uh, that, you know, they're crushing it, killing it in business, but they're going home miserable, angry, blowing up on their wives and kids, et cetera, or they're lacking peace of purpose. I didn't think I'd be doing that, nor did I think I was qualified to do that work. Mm. I just want to lay that foundation there. So how did I get into it? Well, I was uh, in my 12th business startup. My first one uh, was very successful at 19 years old that we did seven figures in 12 months and we built a successful business. Uh, I became a workaholic um, and I eventually burnt out after four and a half years and semi-retired for five years in my mid-20s and partied away my fortune um, on a lot of dark behaviors, sinful behaviors. And eventually I hit rock bottom. Uh, the money ran out, the friends ran out, the girls ran out, everything. And my confidence ran out. And I started to rebuild my life. And I had 10 business startup failures back to back after that in a row. And uh, my confidence was just gone. It was stolen. And eventually, um, I had, uh, it was my 12th business, um, that we hit it out of the park again. And I had a lot of maturing I did over those years and through all those failings. 
And uh, we built up a co-working business here in Tampa Bay. We launched two locations. We brought co-working to Tampa, Florida, and we pioneered the industry. And now we got uh, WeWork and all the big giants coming in because we laid that foundation that Tampa is a good place to monetize a co-working space. Uh, and I, I built the business um, where I was competing with the Regis's of the world, billion-dollar companies, and I was stealing local market share from them and very proud of it, by the way. And I was working two hours a week and automated the entire business, both locations. And uh, my two hours a week consisted of coming in and just checking in on my team. What do you need? What can I get you? And I went and got it for them and they ran the business and I collected a very nice paycheck. I was pretty much sitting at home, just (laughs) playing around, playing around. And very comfortable, very comfortable. And that's a stage of business that we all aspire to, I think. I know I did in every business. And I finally got there again. And I was comfortable and I'm resting and I'm enjoying my life. And God slowly started to pull me back to him. My faith started to get reignited. I was comfortable financially, but I was empty and unfulfilled uh, in my business and in my life, really. So I was trying to fill this dark hole inside of me that nothing could really satisfy only God. It was a God-sized hole. I didn't know that at the time. I was still real slippery in my faith, et cetera. But I I was at least starting to seek God and I had good godly businessmen around me that were pulling me towards him. So eventually I just took a step, another step, another step. And before I knew it, I was saying things to God like, And I said this really stupid, dangerous prayer. And here's the answer to the question. How'd you get into coaching? Well, I said a stupid prayer. That's how it was a dangerous prayer. And it went like this. God, if there's anything blocking your will for my life, I give you permission to remove it from me and use force if necessary. Well, see, that's the stupid, dangerous part of that prayer because it's aligned with God's will and he will. He will remove the rocks that are standing between us and the big calling he has for our lives. And I didn't know what I was actually praying, but man, he honored that prayer. And two weeks later, he started snatching my success from my existing business. And I watched my business start to just literally collapse before my eyes. And I I jumped back into the business full time, trying to salvage everything. And it didn't make any sense why it was just failing all of a sudden. It was highly profitable. Same profit as Regis, a billion dollar company. And I'm like, what's going on? My investors are like, you need to fix this. And I was like, I don't know how to fix this. Everything I'm doing that I know and I've learned in business to fix it is not working. It was almost like God's hand was blocking my efforts. Mm. As you can tell and your audience can tell, I am a man of faith now. Because I have enough evidence in my life that God does exist and he exists in my life as well as theirs. So eventually it got to the point where everything I touched to try and fix the business got worse real fast. So eventually it was like a kid touching a hot stove. I just stopped touching it because I was tired of being burned. And I was like, God, what are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. Why would you take this company from me? And I remembered... I hadn't honored uh, earlier prayer. In the beginning, when I started the company, I told God, I'm going to put you in charge of the company, make you the CEO. But I didn't really. I got the credit. I got the the glory for the five years, right? Building it up. And now 
I, I gave him permission to take it and he took it because it wasn't his best for him. See, so it was good. It was a good business, but it yeah. wasn't God's best. He had something bigger for me. So eventually he just stripped the business from me. We had to put it up for sale. Uh, we went through a successful acquisition. Um, I sold it with no plan of what's next. No next step from God. What do you have for me? What do you want me to do? Like you just took my livelihood, my income. Yeah, I got a check out of it, but seriously, what am I meant to do now? Mm. And there was nothing. And then over the next two to three months of just sitting there, uh, he started to show me he wanted me to start coaching men and bring, he said very specifically, bring my sons back to me. And I was like, how do I do that? Two to three months is a long time. (laughs) Oh, when you're sitting on your hands doing nothing and you're used to being a a little control freak like me, I got to touch things. I got to move things. I got to control things. And now I can't. There's nothing to control. Yeah, that was exhaustingly painful, emotionally painful. It was a traumatic experience. I remember I wept as I signed over my business that I had built to a successful company. I wept like I was giving away a child. It was a very odd experience. And what would you say, you know, having been through that, uh, two parts of this question, what would Jesus say to someone who's in it right now? And two, what would you say was the benefit of that that you probably would have missed if you didn't have that two to three month time? Yeah, good questions. Uh, So anyone who's in that position right now, if you're feeling unfulfilled, unsatisfied, there's a reason God wants to give you more and you're not even close to it. Yeah, you're not even close to it. I wasn't close to it. So the benefit of it, looking back in hindsight, I now see I was stuck in a rock of comfort. I was buried in under this rock of comfort, but I was unfulfilled. I was miserable. I was searching for fulfillment in all the wrong areas and making really poor decisions in my life, in my personal life, right? Winning in business losing in my personal life. And so many people are in this position. These are the guys I get to work with. So the benefit is like, man, I'm now in my calling now. And I would have never been doing the work I get to do with these awesome, amazing men um, and, and teaching them how to become fulfilled and pursue God's big calling for their life. I would never have gotten to that unless God removed my comfort. Yeah. Well, and so he... He has, he takes your business as you sell your business. You don't know where you're going next. Little Abraham thing going on there. Uh, and then um, two, three months go by and he calls you, bring, you know, bring my sons home, bring my sons back to me. Uh, and, and you kind of get this idea that your calling, your purpose is to coach other men, other business leaders. So tell us a little bit about what that looks like. Uh, you've been a coach of mine, so I know, but for our audience, what's that? what kind of work do you do for them? And why would that matter to someone who's listening today? Yeah. So I help high achieving seven, eight figure Christian husbands, dads, and business owners to go from angry and stressed and unfulfilled and miserable, like I was just talking about, to peace and purpose in their life. Right. First, we got to get peace. So many guys are just piled up with anger rocks inside of them. I call rocks, rocks simply means head trash in my coaching practice. So it's all the rocks in your head that keep you stuck in your life, okay? So they're just buried in anger because they're, they feel loss of control. Their life isn't going the way they planned. Their business, they're winning, but they feel miserable. Why? It's almost like they got lied to. They got to the top, they put in all the effort, but it's not what was promised. 
They got catfished, right? Once yeah. they got to the top. And I know what that feels like personally, right? So I help men go from that place of stuckness into peace, like a calmness that they haven't experienced ever, or at least for many years, to the point where everyone around them is commenting, their wife's commenting, their business partners, even their kids are like, dad, something's different about you. You've changed. You're not yelling at me all the time, right? As an example. Um, And then we move them. Once you have peace there, see, peace is the foundation of purpose. You can't find purpose. You can't find your calling until you have peace. Mm. If you have chaos in your brain, there's no way. This is why you can't find your purpose. You got a war going on inside of you. Well, you can't expand your kingdom into new territory if you have an internal civil war. That doesn't make any sense. That's illogical. But the majority of men, millions of successful businessmen are walking around with an internal uh, battle within their, their own heads. And, and they're wondering, why can't I? God, what's your plan for me? What's your purpose? I want to do more for your kingdom, but I don't know what it is. No kidding, buddy. Like you got to end the war inside of you. So that's what I do for men. And we do it in 90 days or less guaranteed. So we blow up all those rocks, all the head trash in 90 days or less guaranteed. I've done it long enough. The process works. It's proven. God did it on me first. I get to work with other men like you, Scott, and and watch God perform the miracles. I don't do the miracles. God does the miracles. You don't do the miracles. It's God's power that comes in and does it. So that's the work I get to do. It's pretty awesome and amazing. But I want to say this. I didn't start out with confidence in this work. Yeah. Going back to that story, three months later, two or three months later, I had no confidence in like starting to coach with men. I'm like, I know nothing about coaching with men. Like, what? How do I get started, God? And he's like, just go ask someone. Ask him what? You want to coach with me? What are we going to do? I have no idea. But do you need help? I mean, it was just so weird, but I did. And I obeyed. I obeyed. And I remember the first client I worked with. Can I share this quick story? Yeah. The first client I worked with, and by the way, Scott, I worked with you years later. So this is after I really like worked out all the kinks and and, uh, clunks in my coaching. The first client I worked with, uh, I charged him for 12 weeks of coaching, one hour a week on a Zoom call. I charged him $100 total fee. Like you get how pathetic that is. Like that's not even minimum wage. Like that's really bad. Okay. And I went from like very successful business, God takes it. And now I'm like doing minimum wage coaching fees because I had no confidence in this new industry. So as the confidence improved, so did my clients and and my rate started to go up. And I I created a very successful uh, coaching model for pricing um, and others, they helped me with it. I used it and it worked very effectively. We could get to that uh, whenever you want to. So one of the things that uh, that your story illustrates so well is that, you know, when business leaders out there saying, I need a coach, right? That's kind of like there's coaches and it's just a bucket of people that all kind of fall in the same category. But the reality of it is you as a coach with, you know, person number one, you're a massively successful business leader before this point, right? So it's not like you didn't know anything, but your ability as a coach with, with, you know, client number one versus client number, wherever you are today, years later, 
the the difference between those two is profound, right? And one of the reasons why we've we've really focused on folks who've who've been in the uh, mix, who've been doing this for a while, is because what I see time and time again with folks like yourself who've been doing this is that they begin to develop a process that actually that works, right? That that can be proven. It's not like you show up and hey, what are we going to do today? I have no idea. You know, there's some benefit in that, and lots of coaches start out that way. But when folks like yourself have a model, and it's one of the main things I think people need to look for when they're looking for a coach is what is the process, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's the process that allows you to say, hey, 90 days, we'll have a a transformation, right? It's the process that allows you to have the confidence to say, hey, I've seen this happen and it works again and again and again. And, uh, And it's such a big difference from someone who's been there for a while. That's why those fees are there versus the one, you know, $100. Of course, you can always get cheaper coaching, right? Uh, but can you afford it? Right. That, that's yeah. the, the big question that, that we have. Yeah. So. And you speak about predictable success, Scott. Right. And as a coach, a client is looking for that. Yeah. When they're hiring a coach, they're looking for someone who has predictable success. Can you work with me? Can you work with my situation? See, because that's where all the skepticism and cynicism comes from with the client. They're like, yeah, you've helped all these people. Yeah, but I'm different. My situation's different. Can you fix me? Can you help me? Can right? So they're looking for that predictable success process. Exactly what you you talk about. That's so true. We uh, in early in my career, I uh, had the opportunity to help just a f- massive number of organizations start. Just around twenty thousand organizations that we started, and had personal conversations with with most of them. But during that process, it, we, we'd start. My team and I would kind of joke about it because we'd get on and this you know these are entrepreneurs, you know, nonprofits for-profits, churches, the whole mix, but then everyone would get on and be like, totally unique idea, right? It's never, it's completely different than everything else. And it would be like, just like the, the call beforehand. That's right. And uh, when it comes to the, you know, there's, there's a beauty in that. And I love that. But the dark side of that is the isolation that it creates for entrepreneurs, right? When mm-hmm. someone goes out and in, a, uh, in some way, shape or form, it's different than what anyone else has done, right? Maybe location, maybe any number sure. of things. Maybe well, the combination unique. may be unique. Right. Yeah. But, and, and that's what brings value. But if we're not careful, we can start to drink our own Kool-Aid and buy the lie that we're so unique yeah. that when things start to go wrong, no one can help us. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the powerful thing uh, about what you're talking about is, yes, there's something about your journey that's unique. Every one of us has a unique journey, but there are patterns. And what we find, the strength of a model is that it takes those different you know, unique circumstances, but it boils them down to the fundamental roots underneath. Right. And that's yeah. a big part of the work that you did with me. And I know you do it with your clients, but there are there are patterns that are happening under the surface. And a great coach like yourself is able to recognize those patterns and help people work through them in just a, a very, very short period of time. If I can say what you just said a little differently, I would say it this way. I would say there a good coach is able to identify predictable pain in people, in humanity, and then turn that into a process that creates predictable success. That's great. So predictable pain into predictable success. Yeah. Because we're all the same in our struggles. 
We're all the same. And to your point, the enemy, I believe, right? It's a spiritual issue. The enemy wants us to all believe we're so unique. We're one of all this stuff. Yes, you're unique in the calling God has for your life and the family you were raised in, the whole combination of you that makes up you. But the pain you go through in this human existence is the same as your neighbor next to you. It is. We're, they're all the same. So you want to find a coach who's dealt with that pain successfully with others and led them to breakthroughs in a short amount of time, a predictable amount of time, and then to hire them and let go of your pride, let go of your ego and seek help from those people that are qualified to really get you the results you're looking for. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fantastic. All right. So moment we've been waiting for here, right? Moment I've been waiting for, and I think our okay. audience as well. Uh, I'd love for you to share with us what you would say is your biggest secret, right? The, that one thing that you want to share with our audience of founders to help them as leaders, as men, as women, uh, as, you know, uh, as husbands, wives, you know, fathers, mothers, you know, the whole works. What would be that one thing that you would want to share with them? So is this something from my coaching or just like a general yeah. principle yeah, for from their your lives? Coaching. Yeah, from the, okay. the from what you've learned both in your own life and through coaching others. All the anxiety, stress, anger, the loss of control that we each feel in our lives comes from one one specific area. And that is we're a bunch of little control freaks trying to control things outside our own control. We try to control every little detail of our life. We try to control the situations in our life. We try to control the people in our lives, whether consciously or unconsciously. And it rubs up that need to control rubs up against the reality that we can't actually control any of it. And it's that gap that causes that pit of anger, stress, anxiety, and all those negative emotions we feel. The coaching work I do is I help my clients to release their white knuckle grip of control in the areas of their life they can't actually control because God controls those areas. They don't. And to surrender that control and loss of control and all those feelings, anger, coming home, yelling at your wife and kids, et cetera, right? To surrender that all to God, the only one who has the power to control that. And I teach them through a very effective process that works. It's not a, you know, oh, just close your eyes and like hum out loud. You know, it's not a meditative type of experience and call upon the universe and your inner divinity and power. No, it's actually surrendering all that heaviness, the rocks of your life that are crushing you or keeping you stuck and giving them all to God and then releasing them and not stealing them back. And when you do that, you go from this feeling of being crushed to a feeling of lightness yeah. and peace. And once you have that peace within the first 90 days within the coaching, then we move you into pursuing purpose. Now we can look at the calling God has on you. He wants to give you more and bigger the way he's doing for me. I just bought a darn Christian radio station two weeks ago. I signed a big check for it. I know nothing about terrestrial radio, but God <laughs> is expanding me. This station currently reaches about 500,000 people, half a million people in the Tampa Bay area. Wow. Like God's about to expand his light through me. 
and in my life. And that's exciting. That's fantastic. And it's because I said yes in those simple early beginnings when I couldn't see the next step. I just said yes and I obeyed. And that's where it all starts. So I teach men and specifically men, I teach men how to start with the small steps of surrendering the areas of their life that they've been holding on to. And man, they get set free left and right, left and right. That's the secret. You want the secret in one word? Surrender. Mm. Surrender. That is the secret to all the pain in humanity. Surrender to God that which belongs to him and take action on the things that belong to you. That's it. In a world, yeah, in a world of leadership and go get it and take, you know, take names and take what's yours. That word, you know, I, I don't know that if you had a book called Surrender, it'd be a bestseller, right? No, because, culture. yeah, because it goes against, uh, you know, people don't understand the spiritual realm and the physical realm and the difference, right? They don't understand the difference. So in the physical realms, surrender is a dirty word. It means weak. It means you lost the battle. You white flagged it. You're a loser, bro. That's what surrender means in the physical world. In the spiritual realm, surrender is the very thing that causes freedom for each of us. It's what God asks us to do. Surrender up your life. Die to yourself, right? Let me take over everything. I'm God. I kind of created the whole universe, people. Like, let me run your life. I can do it better than you. And man, that is the answer. That's where inner peace comes from. That's where purpose comes from. That's the work I get to do and watch miracles in everyday guys lives man it's awesome that's fantastic all right now i've had the opportunity and i've worked with enough coaches now to know that many of them have a knack for you know giving their best time energy and effort to their clients but can do it at the expense of you know working on their own business so i'd love for you to take your coaching hat off for a moment put your your ceo hat on for a moment and share with us what you're doing as ceo of your coaching business to grow yourself as a leader in your organization so I was recently tempted to uh, jump off of the the existing um, growth process that God gave me in the beginning. And I, I, I was getting a little greedy or too big for my britches. And immediately I, I stopped and I surrendered it to God. Thank goodness. And I said, God, what do you want me to do with this? Raising my rate again. And he said, follow the model that I've already given you. I sent them out two by two and multiplied their efforts. Let me tell you what that means in business, in the coaching uh, world to answer your question. So in the beginning, after that first $100 client, by the way, my worst client ever, the most headaches, the most aggravation. I hated working with this guy, probably because I was getting ripped off, right? He was getting more value, et cetera. Anyway, I digress. I learned a very simple process in coaching, if you're doing one-on-one coaching, and it's very effective. And that is simply this. Whatever rate you're currently at that's working, get two clients at that rate. Okay. So if you're just starting out, it was $100. So I got two clients at $100, right? No, actually, that's incorrect. He was the only one I did at $100. Then I raised it to $250. I got my next client at $250. Then I went and got a second client at $250. 
and I plateaued. And now after you plateau after two, you raise, it's time to raise your price again. So I raised it to 500. The next client came in at 500. Then I went and got another client at 500. Plateaued again. I raised it. Now I went and raised it to 750, got two clients at 750. I raised it. I charged a thousand, got two clients at a thousand. I raised it. Okay. You can see where this is going. So two by two, God sent them out and multiplied them. So this is a process he's given me. It works very effectively. And fast forward to today, I started with my first client at $100. Uh, the last two guys that just came in paid $30,000 each. $30,000 each. I just want to give perspective there. Okay. Yeah. Following this very simple model. It plateaued, so I just raised my rate to fifty thousand. The next two guys will be fifty thousand. The next two will be seventy thousand. The next two will be one hundred thousand. Okay, that's this is the track. This is what I'm doing. It's very successful. God said, "Don't deviate from it," and it's working for me. So that's what I've done to grow my coaching practice. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So uh, I know that there's folks uh, out there in the audience today. Um, you know, they're sitting there, they've got the anxiety, the stress, they've got the loss of control. They're, they're, they resonate with the little control freak. Fundamentally, they want the piece that you're talking about, right? They mm -hmm. want to go after the purpose uh, that you mentioned. Uh, share with us how they can connect with you uh, to learn more about you, the work you do, and, and how they can get started. Well, to anyone listening right now, I just let the cat out of the bag of my current pricing. Um, so if that didn't scare you away, uh, then you may want to go ahead and book a free purpose call with me. So you could do that at freepurposecall.com, freepurposecall.com. I only work with 12 men per year, 12 high achieving badassery men per year. Here's what you got to do. You got to be ready for the coaching, as Scott knows. Okay. So, Scott, you speak about client stages, treadmill, predictable success. After predictable success, we get into this treadmill stage or plateau where guys are like, this is all there is. What's next for me, et cetera. That's my sweet spot client stage. That's where my genius shows up. So if a guy is listening right now and you're doing seven, eight figures right now, um, but you don't know what's next for you. Uh, you see God's given you all these resources financially, et cetera, but you don't know how to use them in his kingdom. And you need clarity around that. You want more, you're made for more, but you can't access more right now on your own. Then that's the exact uh, client that's ready for me, but you got to be ready to come in and do the work and we will get you, elevate you, expand you. Um, first, we're going to clear out the rocks, get you into full peace, inner peace in your life, and then we're going to lead you right into purpose. So if you want that, you go to freepurposecall.com. And you and I will uh, interview each other. I'm going to see if you're the right fit for me. You'll see if you're the right fit, uh, vice versa. Um, and we're going to get very clear on the rocks that you're dealing with right now that are keeping you stuck. And you and I are going to make a decision by the end of that call whether or not we want to work together. That's important. Okay, so we'll make a decision either way. Either decision is fine as long as you make a decision. Don't come on the call if you're planning to say, hey, I need to go chat with my wife about it. Oh, I got to think about it. You're not ready to expand your life yet if that's where you are. But if you're ready and you're ready to make a decision either way, jump on a call and let's see if we work together.
I love that. And, and, uh, and having been, uh, through your, uh, your program, having worked with you directly, uh, I can say that if you're leading an organization in treadmill, when I teach it, uh, around the country, I'll always stop when we get to treadmill and I'll say treadmill is the single most important stage of the entire life cycle. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because the direction uh, of the organization, that's where it's decided, right? Mm -hmm. And and the only one who can decide that direction is the, the founder, the leader, the visionary in our world of the organization. And what happens more often than not is that the, they're down to the two hours a week, right? That they don't have that constant consumption of time. And for about a month, that's glorious, right? And then you get Board, and then you come face to face with that hole right down inside uh, of you. And, and visionaries get very, very dangerous during that time, right? They go on shopping sprees and buy a bunch of other organizations. Uh, they become arsonists and come in and swoop and poop, right, uh, on, on their team. Uh, they, they, they let go of the vision and rob the, organ the organization they built of the vision that they had for it in the first place. And what they do is they stunt their own journey, right, right. as a founder and as a leader. And uh, I think the work that you do is so remarkable. I think it's so helpful for men in that space. And so if you're leading an organization in treadmill, you're feeling any of what we talked about today, I'd highly recommend that you get on uh, and and uh, get to meet Joseph and and see the work that he's doing. Again, freepurposecall.com. Uh, Scott, can I just jump in real quick with yeah, a story yeah. based on yeah. what you just said? So uh, the second guy that just came in at $30,000 as a client, um, he's exactly, you just described him, right? So he just got bought out from his company. There's a new guy running it, but he's still part of the leadership team fulfilling his obligation for the next 12 months or whatever, collecting a massive check every month. And he literally, his life consists of his wife, his kids and golf. And he's like, he's like, dude, I thought golf was the dream or whatever. He's like, I have played so much golf in the past three months. It's insane. <laughs> like I'm starting to get tired of golf. Right. And he's starting to see the black hole inside of him. Right. And that's where he knew I got to get a coach. I need to expand myself. I need to level up. He was starting to burn his own ship, right? That he created. Like you said, he's going in, pooping and scooping and doing all that. And he's, he literally said to me on our initial free purpose call, he said, Joseph, I hate my company. I hate the company I built. That's where he's at. That's how dark it's got. So yeah. when you hate something, what do you want to do? Hurt it. Yeah destroy it subconsciously. Yeah. Like think yeah. about that. So if you're a leader right now and you're venturing on that, you're right at that, that stage, like stop, pause, get on a call. If you're double guessing every decision you make, because you're at that fork, that's going to determine the vision, the future of the company, and you don't want to make the wrong decision, get on a call with me. And we're going to get you complete clarity in what God has for you. And it's going to be so much bigger and better. And then you're going to move with certainty and conviction and confidence rather than confusion and chaos and pain. So if you want that, let's go. 
Fantastic. I love it. Uh, thank you so much, Joseph, for being here. Thank you for sharing your story uh, and the work that you do. Uh, for those of you who are listening, thank you so much. We, we so appreciate you. Uh, I look forward to meeting you next time. Bef- until then, if you have a moment, go in and uh, drop a, a quick review. If you like what you hear, rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts. We d- very much appreciate it. Again, Joseph, thank you. To everyone else, we'll see thank you Thank you, Scott. God bless you. Scott Ritzheimer here. Thank you so much for listening to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast. If you are a successful coach, consultant, or advisor who's built a strong book of business and would like to be on the program, please visit go.scalearchitects.com. And if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media and just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials? If you know someone who'd be a great guest, you can tag them on social media to let them know about the show. And make sure you include the hashtag high demand coaching. I love seeing your posts. I love seeing your guest suggestions. Thank you so much. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any of those episodes. Go ahead and subscribe now. Your thumbs up, your ratings, your reviews, they go a long way to help us promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more, you can go to our website, www.scalearchitects.com, or you can follow me or the company on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.